Hello and welcome to the Win Win Effect podcast with your host, Chris Ross. This is the show for anyone that wants to drive productivity and maximize potential in any industry. Let's take a moment. Have you ever wondered about the psychology behind the persuasive marketing driving you to take action, sometimes on products you never thought people would buy? Well, that's just what makes this podcast stand out from the others. On these episodes, Chris will break down proven strategies that his companies use to respectably enroll prospective students into the correct programs to achieve overall business success and fulfillment in life. You will get a rare centralized look into both sides of the buyer-seller relationships that I'm sure anyone tuning in will receive massive value from to implement instantly. There are huge quantities of informational material from companies just trying to sell products, but not many giving you the right information on how to build companies from solid foundations, focusing on customers actually winning as the outcome. The Win-Win Effect podcast is a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration in business. Time is the only non-renewable resource in life. So with this podcast, the outcome is designed to bring you value to make it worth your time. Traditional sales techniques are extremely ineffective. All the old methods are no longer working to make sales today. Customers have caught on and they're not interested in being pressed into purchasing something based off a pitch so that someone can make a commission. Over the last 15 plus years, I have been in sales in numerous industries and currently contracted by 19 nationally accredited trade schools in America. If you have been cold called by a trade school recently and they seem to be asking more action provoking questions, there's a good chance I wrote that script. And they were trained by the VP, regional, or divisional directors of emissions from those corporations. Many of the contracts that myself and my company are now training have thrown out the traditional way of enrolling students. You're probably asking yourself why, because it doesn't work. Those approaches no longer apply to today's marketplace. Adopting the right approach for any salesperson is all about developing what works for you. Discovering what works for you will be challenging considering there are tons of techniques that will not work in today's world. Not to mention, executing and ethically communicating with prospective buyers with the outcome of the customer, student, or buyer to always win. When the buyer wins, it only makes everyone's role from bottom to top of the corporation easier. I am so excited and grateful I have an opportunity to be able to explain the win-win effect sales approach I have created over the years to help corporations dramatically increase sales metrics that not only affect profit margins, but also have an impact on people's lives. With this podcast, I will be breaking down in a series of seasons and episodes with some fantastic people that I will be interviewing on just about every topic or technique you need to learn and the psychology behind why it works so effectively. I was asked recently in an interview, what was the best attribute for a salesperson to have? I responded with one word, confidence. So the biggest question is, how can you teach a salesperson to develop the confidence to sell anything at a high level? Do you know how to be confident or how to feel powerful? What about being in a sales call and it's irrelevant what a person comes back with when you ask a question? Can you imagine having such a high level of understanding of how the human brain works to help people overcome what has always prevented them from succeeding? You will not only make the sale, 
or enroll a student, but the customer will convince themselves it's the best decision for them without you selling them. The effect you have on others is the greatest currency anyone can have. One of the biggest confidence myths out there is that confidence is just one of those things you have or you don't. No freaking way. I call bullshit. The success ratios in all of my programs that I have created will shatter that confidence myth and I'll tell you how confidence isn't something that arrives at birth. Confidence is a skill, one that can be developed like any other skill through intentional practice. The new wave of techniques are coming out of nowhere, but most sales trainers don't wholly break down how to teach them properly to each personality type. In my opinion, the one thing you cannot fake in life, and you can read it and sense it through a phone or in person, is passion. To have the passion, you need to have a firm conviction on what you are selling is making an impact on people's lives. Top performing salespeople ask deep questions and show genuine interest in diagnosing the problem of the prospect. They will quickly qualify and disqualify the prospect to see if they will be a good fit for the product or service. And if they're really good, it will seem effortlessly. They understand what questions could be on the prospect's mind before they even voice them such as providing testimonials or jumping out front of the objection before it even happens. And of course, my favorite part, recapping on all the pain and pleasure points we discovered during our conversations to give them the final nudge when they're on the verge of buying. Also, reminding the prospect of the bonuses and value they are getting if they purchase now. After all, if the prospect doesn't buy today, then they are letting an opportunity slip by to solve their problem and get the results they are looking for. As consumers, both B2C and B2B become savvier and increasingly overwhelmed with sales and marketing messages, they've begun to tune out. With a multitude of contributing factors, there's a distinct shift occurring moving away from more traditional sales methodologies and towards a more consultive educational approach to selling. Today's audiences and buyers are less likely to respond to traditional closing tactics than ever before. It's hard to pinpoint the pivotal moment at which this shift took place, but it was undoubtedly influenced heavily by the growth of the World Wide Web. The internet has not only changed the way we do business, it has changed the way consumers discover and learn about new products, as well as the way they come to buying decisions. Today's buyers feel more empowered to do their research and make their own decisions, thanks to large part of the massive explosion of digital media. To adapt to the changes in a marketplace, most companies are starting to change their sales approaches to consultative selling. The objective is to earn trust in establishing themselves as the authority, which helps the company secure the sale, cuts out the buyer remorse. By following the buying journey and engaging key prospects with compelling information that meets a need, consultant sales professionals are a step ahead of the competition. Delivering a massive amount of value is the core focus of the new sales landscape. With the same technology that has contributed to the shift from traditional to consultant selling, is also equipping sales organizations with key insights and data that helps them identify the right prospects, understand the various stages in the customer's journey, pinpoint critical touch points, and provide the most effective content to nurture prospects as they navigate the buying journey. This data provides a substantial time-saving benefit, avoiding wasted time chasing uninterested prospects that are unlikely ever to become customers, but also empowers sales organizations to serve more as a partner 
and less likely like an opportunist, introducing new ideas and concepts to prospects and solving challenges. Shifting the mindset of your sales team to reflect a consulted selling approach doesn't happen overnight, but it will enable them to focus more on delivering value and less merely just acquiring a front-end sale, ultimately producing better results. Somebody somewhere can always do something cheaper, but think about yourself. Most people generally don't buy features anymore. People buy what they feel gives them the most value for a very specific solution to a problem. Instead of thinking about your next one-on-one -on -one meeting or a call to a prospect as a pitch, practice consultative selling. That's when you'll uncover more for more penetrating deep questions that will fill needs in a friendly, non-confrontational, supportive way. Your meeting should never be focused on what you offer. It should be about the potential problems they are having and how you recommend them fixing their problem with whatever you're selling. You should always begin your conversations with the opening benefits that underscores the reason your prospect is meeting with you. Then it's the matter of asking the right closed and open-ended questions that helps you understand the prospect's needs and expectations. I'm going to give you a little hint. It's a sure sign your meeting is going well if your prospect is doing most of the talking. And if you're stuck always talking too much on your sales calls, then you're probably still using some of these old techniques. The alternative close. We all heard this one before. This is when a salesperson gives a prospect two to three alternatives before hoping, please, please, they pick the right one to complete the sales process. The assumptive close. When the salesperson intentionally assumes that the prospect has agreed to buy anything they put in front of them. The now or never close. This is when a salesperson presents an option that the prospect must take now. Usually providing zero amount of leverage, they come out of nowhere with this. Usually sounds like this. Well, if you don't buy today, then it goes away because there's a time limit. Does that solve the freaking problem? No. Then why should they buy it now just because it goes away tomorrow? If you're creating urgency in that type of way, you're going to fail. The summary close. This is when a salesperson reiterates the items the customer is hopefully going to purchase. Hopefully, the sharp angle close. This is when the prospect is likely to buy, but they have one nagging objection, an inexperience, or someone that's talking too much, maybe about themselves, about the product, company, and they can't get over the objection because they're not asking the deep penetrating questions that expose the pain points or pleasure points for the customer to make the right decision based off of your recommendations. The Colombo close. This is when the prospect thinks the sales call is almost over. The salesperson says, hey, before you go, just one more thing. The hard close. Salespeople use this as a last Hail Mary effort to bluntly ask the prospect to close the sale because it's usually thought of as a bridge burner and it's going to end the conversation. Just because they're overstimulated or frustrated, they haven't found an angle to really solve a problem or get to know the prospect's needs or expectations they're trying to accomplish. The longest calls I've ever heard that I had the pleasure of breaking down and trying to help a salesperson identify where they can approve is the takeaway close. They get the most chatty on this call because this is when a salesperson removes a feature or service and offers a discounted price to the prospect. And the prospect focuses more on what is taking away than the freaking discount. How many of you right now 
after listening to me go through all these closes in traditional sales approaches, think this is going to work in today's marketplace. Need I say more? I would recommend learning all the different types of customers because you need to focus on understanding how these people operate. Friendly types may seem easy to sell to, but they might hesitate or procrastinate when it comes to decision making because they don't want to make anyone upset. It will take a lot of time reassuring the customer to make the sale. Other customers are wary of salespeople. You need to provide a great deal of information while sticking to the facts to allow them to take the time to consider buying. Extroverts are typically enthusiastic, so they can take too much of your time. You need to keep your presentation short, but outgoing types can be easily distracted and slow to buy. Always following up with emails or phone calls and stress the benefits enthusiastically. Speak their language. Many sales training courses include understanding customer personalities. During the duration of all the interviews I will be conducting on the Win Win Effect podcast, I will be uncovering all the different customer personality types and how to deal with them. Think about this for a second. If everyone is doing the exact same thing, how can you stand out from your competition? After all, your prospects are just going to compare your benefits and features with your competitors' benefits and features. Allow me to give you a tip. Everyone out there right now in this world is looking for something to do, something to love, something to believe, and something to hope for. A great salesperson must be a great communicator, not just a good one, a great one. What is effective communication? Think about this for a second. It's people who communicate effectively are able to communicate their needs, boundaries, and ideas clearly and easily. Effective communication is vital for success, but it can be challenging to master alone. You will need to know everything there is to know about your product or service. Actively listen to your client and market towards their needs. Effective communication doesn't just mean communicating your points or the way that you see things. It also means learning how to really listen to your customer. I read somewhere we only remember about 25 to 50% of what we hear after a 10 minute conversation. This means you could be missing at least half of what your client is saying and what they're not saying, which isn't helpful for either of you. How much time do you think you spend talking to your client and actually listening to your client? The average salesperson on a call talks 75% of the time and lets their prospect or customer talk for the remaining 25%. Do you think you get a high level of results when you speak 75% of the time when your client only speaks 25%? It just creates a boring experience for the person exposed to a lengthy pitch. So what's the winning ratio? Your goal for sales calls is 43% talking, 57% listening to your customer. Keep this in mind. The more you speak, the less money you make. I will tell you, the top salespeople, I'm talking about creme of the crop, only speak for 20% or less of the sales call. I truly hope you received a lot of value from today's introduction of the win-win effect. Before leaving you today, I would like to provide you with some of the skills you need to develop to have effective communication. This will include techniques such as Asking open-ended questions. How do you frame your questions? Always qualify and disqualify with the answers from your questions, but never assume. Confirm everything, asking them to put it in their words. Look for patterns of behavior. Always provide clarity 
for every single person you speak to. Give feedback. Choose your words wisely. Less is more. Tone is everything. Master tonality. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And always in every encounter, positive. If you do this correctly and you're dedicated to hone your craft, you're going to get to the point when you speak, you're only asking questions. Great salespeople ask questions to help the prospect find out if the product or service is right fit for them, short-term and long-term. By asking deep, penetrating questions that actually provoke action, the salesperson will not sound slimy or unethical. And by asking the right questions at the right time, they can qualify and disqualify every single prospect with less effort. Be conscious as they answer your questions, prospects will close themselves on why they need your product or service. Another reason why the win-win effect approach is so effective, as a salesperson, you are not shoving an offer down your prospect's throat. And you don't sound like a typical aggressive salesperson. Most importantly, it shows you care. Building an emotional connection and with your prospect is one of the major foundations for success. Are you guys ready to learn more? I'm just at the tip of the iceberg. So join me on the next episode of the Win-Win Effect podcast, and I'm going to help you discover what people are looking for, what's wrong with what they currently have, and how to paint the right picture for them. They will close themselves if you position this the right way as the authority figure. So as always, ask yourself, how can you get a little bit more to yourself each day? That 1%. Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Hope you got tons of value from this. Let's go win our day. Take care. Thank you for taking your time and listening to today's podcast of The Win-Win Effect. As a thank you for listening and tuning in, Chris is rewarding you with a placement course webinar with his team to point you in the right direction to massive success. In success, it's all about living a better quality of life. So at the very least, subscribe to the Win-Win Effect podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Feel free to share on your social media or simply tell a friend about it. Also, please rate and review the podcast. To find the free webinar and more information, please visit tcrconsultingagency.com.